Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Jason and Ken's Six Pack. Presented by Weathermaster Windows. Get top-rated windows with a lifetime guarantee for under $215. Visit WMWindow.com and get an estimate in 60 minutes or less. Inside access to what the boys are drinking. <laughs> I mean, thank Ken. 1057 Fan. It is time for our six uh, bold predictions. For tonight's game, and let's get started. Number six. Call me crazy, but with the Buccaneers secondary banged up, I think this is the the Rashad Bateman breakout game tonight. Five Mm. catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown for Rashad Bateman. At six. That would be big. That's That's pretty bold. I'm bold, baby. Yeah. T-Bone, you had this as one of your X factors. We are simpatico here. I didn't go with it with the next factor because, again, I was trying to keep it mean and lean there. JPP revenge game. One and a half sacks and a ball knocked down at the line of scrimmage. One and a half sacks, ball knocked down at the line of scrimmage. He will be ball aware. JPP, ball aware. The Tampa Bay Bucks will not rush the football more than 14 times tonight as a team collectively. Yeah. I just I can't imagine wherever Bruce Arians is, if he's on a golf course, if he's wherever he is, if he's not in the building, I got to think he got to Byron Leftwich this week and said, uh, this is our last ride with Tom Brady. Running on first down for 2.7 yards is getting us nowhere. Um, it's go time for them. I expect them to attack this Ravens secondary. Not maybe so much deep, 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 but with volume. My five has your six involved in it. I do think the Ravens defense gets another five sacks tonight with JPP getting at least, at least one of them. Number four. Number four, Justice Hill leads the Ravens in carries by running backs, but Gus Edwards will get the rushing TD. The Ravens will have one rushing TD. It will be by Gus the Bus. Hmm. I, uh, I have Justice Hill here, but I have him higher. And I have him slightly different. My four, Mike Evans doesn't really have to be open to make plays. Mike Evans is a physical receiver. He's got a big big catch radius. And for most of his career, he's been incredibly sure-handed. And he definitely has a nose for the end zone. Um, I think Mike Evans is going to be a handful for any of these corners. And I think after that drop last week, and with Tom Brady being in desperation time, I can't imagine he doesn't force feed Mike Evans. Mike Evans goes over 100 yards receiving, probably over 125, T-Bone. Much bolder. Two tutties. Much bolder. I got to give Jason the upper hand initially. Mike Evans, he's on my fantasy team, so I'm partial to that. Also, JPP revenge game, which both of you guys have. And I'm I'm what – 
Was it the Patriots playoff game 2014 where didn't the Tom Brady, like he just had to drop back every yeah. single time in the second yes. half? I think you could see that tonight. Number three. It's our bold predictions. And, Jason? I think this is a regression game for Patrick Queen. Um, I think we were going to be talking about Patrick Queen tomorrow um, in terms of some of his difficulties in coverage. I think that is still an area where he's very much a work in progress, and he's on the field a ton, and we think Tom Brady's going to be throwing a ton. So if I'm following this game script, um, do I think he's going to have his hands full with some of these running backs? I don't know so much about the tight ends. It's not really a big part of their offense. They have them. Um, I think that they are going to make a point to throw at Patrick Queen and see what he can do in coverage. And I'm not saying he's going to have a terrible game, but I, I think he's going to struggle in coverage. My three, Lamar Jackson, 250 yards, one touchdown, but two interceptions. He'll have 75 yards rushing as well. But he'll be get, he's back to giving the ball to the other team. Number two. Number two, we talked about the Bucks aren't even going to try to run the ball, and I do think in prime time we'll see a rejuvenated Tom Brady, 350 and two touchdowns tonight for Tom wow. Brady against the Ravens. You, you got a high-scoring affair here. I I'm do. just doing the math in my head. I do. Uh, you touched on Justice Hill before, GG, but not enough. Justice Hill will lead the Ravens in rushing yards. He will have more rushing yards than Lamar Jackson. He will have more rushing yards than Gus Edwards. He will have more rushing yards than Kenyon Drake or Mike Evans or, if he's up, or Pat Ricard Mike or Evans whomever. Rush? I mean, uh, Mike Davis. Uh. Uh, I, I just have a feeling Justice Hill is going to be a guy who helps this team stay in this football game, who creates some splash plays for them in the run game, because I'm, I'm just not so sure, cornerbacks or not, for the Bucks that there's going to be a ton of it um, through the air. And and I also think Justice Hill will latch on to a couple of passes. I, I can see Justice Hill catching three balls as well. Number one. I'm with GG that Tom Brady's going to have a big game. I, I don't know about 350. But as of this morning, it was two, 278 and a half yards was his prop. I think it's gone up since then. I do think he throws for 300. But my boldest prediction for this game is Tom Brady will lead a game-winning fourth-quarter drive of 80 yards or more that will culminate in a field goal for a 2017 Bucks win. My number one, you were not bold enough on Mike Evans. Mike Evans had that huge drop last week. Marcus Peters does not look right. Mike Evans, 150 and two touchdowns, leading the Bucks to a 27-24 victory. I don't think there's not a lot to like with Jason's list. It, it's funny. You mentioned Patrick Queen. I, I was texting a friend this morning, uh, just kind of giving bold, bold predictions. I was like, if there's a regression game from Queen, it's here, right, where he's had two or three consecutive. This is a big-time moment for him, and I think that there's a possibility. Justice Hill, we've talked a lot about him. I'm high on him tonight, and we, we're simpatico on the score. I have 20 to 17 bucks as well. Wow. So well, I, we're, I, either, I mean, we're, we're, we're either going to be geniuses yeah. or we're going down together. We're ride or die. We haven't brought said. this guy up on the show yet, though, and we've talked about him through the week, and I think we probably should now. How about a bold prediction for Deshaun Jackson? How much of a role do we think he has? Do we absolutely think he plays? I don't know why he wouldn't at this point. Five targets. A million percent he plays. You want to know why? Jonas tweeted out. Jonas is the king of social media yeah. for all the players. 
He was doing a FaceTime with Lil Wayne. Yes, Lil Wayne said he's playing. Weezy said he's playing. Weezy knows all. Okay. So he is playing tonight. What's his role going to be? I would love to see a play of over 20, 25 yards for Deshaun. I think that would be cool. I, I, I don't I'm think that's expect- out of the realm no, of possibility. I don't think so. I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibility anytime he touches the yeah. field. But I mean, if he has more than two catches, are we. Devin Duvernay has, Duvernay has three catches in his past two games. I'm throwing in a bonus. This is a six-pack plus one. Okay. Bonus bold prediction. Seven-pack? Should, should I write this down? Sure. Deshaun okay. Jackson, three catches and leads the team with 71 receiving yards. Now, Bateman's getting the honey tonight. So. Bateman's he getting had- if he had three catches for 71 yards, I think we're all very pleased well, talking about that's that That's who tomorrow. he is. Yeah, they're, but they're not throwing screen passes to Deshaun Jackson. But my, he had 20 catches in 16 games last year, is my point. Yeah. I mean, that's why I, I saw him catch If you were ever going to unleash him, you would do it here with the, them playing. Short week. Them being down short week, and they're down four corners. And you've had a bunch of depth receivers who've been given a, a pretty good ramp here. To show you what they can do, and none's really taking advantage of it. Yeah, uh, I did see him last year for the Raiders catch a ball, and it looked like he had a touchdown, and he ran backwards. So there <laughs> is that. Yeah. Oh, look, ah, there, there could be a brain cramp in there somewhere. Like, I, I'm not saying it's going to be all smooth. And look, I don't know about his durability and, and at this stage of his career, but like tonight, it should be all systems go. Hey, we are live from the Green Turtle in Gambles, and I want to let you know, we're here till 8 o'clock tonight, but you should be out here on Saturday starting at 8 o'clock, their Hell in a Shell costume contest, over $1,000 in prizes. Wow. They're giving away $500 plus gift cards, $350 gift card, $150 gift card. Wear your costumes, the best costumes, get prizes. Come on out to the Green Turtle in Gambles. This Saturday night for their Hell in a Shell Halloween costume party. It's going to be a good time. Hey, coming up next, League at Large. Another day, another trade. What was Russ doing? We've unleashed Rush on London. That yeah, can't be going yeah. well. What is Russell? What did Russell Wilson do on the plane to London? Well, he's going to tell you next here on the Fed. Inside access. Inside access to the National Football League. Oh, NFL insider Jason Lockenfora, Ravens insider Ken Wyman. Joining us now, the former Hall of Fame coach Bill Cowher, Boomer Esiason, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay. The league at large. Brought to you by Valor Home. If you're in need of a new roof, siding, or windows, get 50% off all roofing and siding materials. Buy two windows and get one free. Plus, make no payments until 2024. Call 833-83-VALOR or online at ValorHome.com. 105.7 The Fan. I don't really get jet lag too often. You know, I don't, I don't really, you know, I've traveled enough to, to get, you know, kind of get my system down. First two hours I was watching the film, get, watching all the cut-ups and everything else. And then for the next four hours I was doing treatment on the plane. I was walking up and down the aisles. Everybody was knocked out. I was doing high knees and working on, working on my legs and everything else, you know, making sure I'm ready to rock. Uh, so that was good. And then the last two hours, of, the last hour of that, I, I watched. Uh, I fell asleep for one hour, and I watched the film the rest. So uh, I felt re- felt good to go once we got back. And then we had, you know, coaches did a great job. We Coach Landau and the, and the whole coaching staff, they had us do a little movement. So we got here, did a little movement. Got in the, I did my pool workout, did all that. And then, uh, I don't know, I maybe, maybe rested for about two, three hours once I got home, and I feel great. 
When you have Wolverine blood, you can afford to be a machine. Russell Wilson basically worked the whole flight from uh, Denver to London as the Broncos take on the Jags this Sunday morning uh, Eastern time. But, man, oh, man, could you imagine you're another guy like Bradley Chubb sleeping on the plane and you wake up to this guy doing high knees up the aisle? I've been making fun of him all season long. It's getting to the point where I feel bad for Russell Wilson. I don't. No, I – no. He he, real, he he lacks so much self awareness that like to now paraphrase Family Guy he insists upon himself I, he brings all of this on himself. But do you think anyone just brings him aside? Like, do you think Sierra like, hey, honey, like maybe you should tone this down? Like the subway when he did the subway ads, I thought okay, maybe he's just really leaning into it. And then this happened, and then he did the Broncos country, let's ride to finish a press con- like. I don't know what to I think. Know. I feel I, I bad know. for Is him, maybe, Jason. I feel bad for him. Whoever, what about this? Whoever posted the video oh, of the plane so and him in uniform repeating let's ride over and over again is a genius. <laughs> Could it be that this has now become something meta and he is trolling us and we're not trolling him? And now he's no. completely playing a caricature just to get jamokes like us to keep talking about him and to and to like he's almost worthy of his own weekly segment. Oh, this he week, is. This he's week in Russ. Yeah, he's, he's big ben. ben. Yeah, he should pick up where Ben left off. This week in Russ, he's, we may have to workshop he's, that. He's but like, better. There's no way in hell that he went up and down those aisles for four hours. That's why I'm thinking, like maybe he actually did it for an hour, but he's going to say four I, because it's going to like make our heads explode. I said I sent in the group chat with KJ Hamler. He said no lies here. When he report, quote tweeted Russ talking. So all, like I, all I know is this. And four I said this, hours. I said this to you guys <laughs> off the air. He's lucky. Like Von Miller still isn't on this team. He would have killed him during the flight. Like he would have choked him out if he's trying to take a nap and this jack leg is walking up and down the plane <laughs> and he's well i'm not gonna say that i'm in a restaurant i like uh, it yeah, i've never yeah, heard yeah, it before yeah, I yeah. Like this it. guy yeah. this guy's going up and down the, the aisle like banging into people's shoulders so he doesn't he basically doesn't believe in jet lag too that's pretty yeah, 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 yeah. that doesn't apply to me like <laughs> that, i don't matter. know you, you people who struggle with that i don't get it i just i, I just it doesn't and, it's beneath me and he just got to Denver. He doesn't have the built-up. Like been there the, forever. It, it really does. He doesn't have the built-up equity that he did with the fan base in Seattle. He has. This, he just got. Oh yeah, there. they've been booing and, him and, off the field. Yeah, I know. The, the other part of this, which is is delicious, is now that he's this has come out in Denver. All the guys in Seattle. It's another thing we talked about on the air. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, off the air. Uh, Richard Sherman, Marshawn Lynch, all the stuff that they've been keeping in for ten years about him. <laughs> has now just it's like a volcano of spewing that has been unleashed those guys never liked him they never <laughs> liked him and now they can say it like richard should be a 30 for 30 at yeah. some oh, point, right Rich, absolutely the night that what was the denver uh indies uh Sunday, thursday the, night game the, the colts, yeah, colts game. game yeah when he threw the pick richard sherman was like unleashed after that yeah. game like he just he was had been holding stuff in since that super bowl and he was allowed to spew it out that day yeah, These guys, it's, they it's, did not like him. This guy can't get out of his own way. But, again, I do wonder if maybe the joke's on us. You saying it's me- – I believe that. When he did the last Subway thing or he's cutting it up, and do- I was like, oh, okay, that's the cool. He's, he's, he's really buying into it. But I think that's legitimate. Like, yeah, I, I, I really think – and now I don't know what to think with the whole press conference thing. But 
The best thing to come of the Broncos Country Lest Ride, the best thing to come of the uh, plane ride to London, the memes have just been top, Oh, I just was showing Jay's yeah. here. Oh, another. Uh, Russell Wilson, four hours on the plane. <laughs> I just yeah, retweeted it. Go to Ken Wyman Sport. Yeah, you can just, see it. Just search Russell Wilson yeah. on Twitter. You'll you'll find a gold mine. Hey, uh, another day, another trade, Jason. This one, Kadarius Tony, who I can remember when the Ravens played the Giants. We had a beat writer on. You said Matt what Leonard. About, I'm like, which which one gets traded yeah. first? He said they're not going to be able to deal them. I was well, like, oh, really? Kadarius Tony, conditional third and a sixth to the Chiefs for Kadarius Tony. Look, he he has an interesting well, actually, skill the other set. Way around, yeah. Andy Reid will probably get something out of him if he can stay sort of physically and mentally available, which has been an issue. Uh, but look, he was drafted by a regime that should have been fired before it was, and they weren't running a real offense, and Joe Judge wasn't a real NFL head coach, and now he's going to Andy Reid. Um, his skill set as sort of that sort of jitterbug guy who could do stuff underneath, you know, potentially somebody who could turn a screenplay into a big yak game. I get why Andy Reid would be intrigued. Uh, at some point, um, by tomorrow, I'll find out what the terms are, what he's got to accomplish in order for it to be a third-round pick. I'm sure it's going to take a lot of playing time and a lot of production. Um, but he had they had to get him out of New York. I don't know if they can get Galladay because of the salary. But that's that's addition by subtraction for the Giants. And in Andy Reid's hands, who knows? The Giants are in Seattle this weekend to take on the Seahawks. They no longer have Tony, but they still have Saquon Barkley. And here's Brian Dayball on Barkley. It's impressive. I mean, so many surgeries and so much rehab. And you saw him when I first got here. And just a testament to the young man. Takes a lot of perseverance to go through what he's been through and to be out here. Impressive young man. He essentially has had two lost seasons, Jason, and now he looks once again like the guy he looked like early in his career. Look, they've got a good thing going there, man. Um, Daniel Jones is completing 70% of his passes, and Daniel Jones is not turning the football over anymore. And we saw it with our own eyes a couple weeks ago. Saquon Barkley has become a positionless guy. He lines up out wide. He lines up in the slot. He lines up as a running back. He can run the Wildcat. Um, they're tapping into his entire skill set. Uh, that's a tough spot for the Giants, playing in Jacksonville one week and Seattle the next. Mm -hmm. And that's another team 6-1. and one. We talked about the Eagles 7-0. and oh. when, does, when does the luck, when does the regression hit and they catch an L? Um, and it may be this week for the Giants, but I would say this. I found this interesting as I was researching this game. And Geno Smith's doing pretty much everything right. He's completing yeah. 74% of his passes. He's one of the top-ranked quarterbacks in the NFL, third-highest quarterback rating. But Geno Smith against the Blitz is just 22nd overall, a 90.1 passer rating, five sacks, two touchdowns, one interception. He hasn't been blitzed that much this season. I wouldn't be shocked if Wink throws everything at him. And what does that do? Right, because we've seen this Seattle thing emerge and surprise people. But you look at who they faced and what they've done. You know, Wink leading the NFL. He's blitzing forty-two percent of the time. We saw him come after Lamar sixty percent of the time. Um, that'll be an interesting, you know, an interesting subplot to that matchup. But uh, Giants getting three points is an interesting game. I'm not, I'm not betting it. I'm not putting anything out on it. 
but that Wink, I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on what Wink does there because I, I think it might keep that game close. No one could have envisioned a Week 8 matchup between two of these football teams with both of them being over 500. It's the, it's only, the only one. Yeah, only two. But I'm just saying, in, in general, like both of these teams were seen as Seattle I, thought, Seattle, I thought, was going to be one of the worst teams in football. The Giants, this was Daniel Jones playing out the string. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option, yet here they are. And when we were preparing for the Ravens taking on the Giants, and Jason, you had all those numbers with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, that is their entire yeah. offense. They don't get production from anyone else. So uh, a pretty big-time game for both teams, and like you said, it's always tough with the uh, East Coast team going west. Coming up next, we continue to talk football. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL insider. Who's he like tonight? We'll ask him next here on The Fan. Inside Access. Your sports information station, 105.7 The Fan. We're live at the Green Turtle in Gambrels. We're taking you up until, actually, we'll be here until 8 o'clock. As we're done at, at 5, and then Baltimore Game Day on sets. Our pregame show coverage starts at 5 here at the Green Turtle in Gambrels. But let's continue talking football, and we go out to the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline, where we're joined by Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey Original Podcast, In the Huddle, with Jason Lock and Four and Carl Dukes, covering the entire NFL in Baldy. Thank you, as always, for joining us. This game tonight, like the Ravens offensively just look like they've been in a rut for a month now. Tampa Bay's been struggling, and it's a Thursday night. We haven't seen great football on Thursday in a minute. Maybe we'll see a touchdown even, you know? I mean, it seems like, <laughs> it seems like it's just field goals. That's all we've seen over the last two weeks. Um, all those things you just said are true. I mean, uh, but, you know, eventually either Baltimore is going to get into this race and start stacking W's or they're just going to – win one, lose one, the way they've been going. I mean, you got to start putting some good performances together. And a short week like this, I mean, I always think if you're a player and a coach and organization, like if you can win on Thursday night, you get kind of a mini buy. You get some of the guys mm-hmm. that won't play tonight or questionable to play tonight. Get them, you know, kind of ready for a midseason run, and you get kind of a second buy. So there's a lot of incentive to just put it all out there tonight and play well. Obviously, their Thursday night game last year was was a disaster against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, everybody remembers just how poorly they were on third downs, and it was it was kind of a turning point in their season, I thought. But when you watch Tampa, like they're not, they can't get anything together either. Defensively, they no. break down over and over again. They gave up 150 yards rushing to Atlanta three weeks ago. The Pittsburgh quarterbacks in their loss to Pittsburgh two weeks ago played the best they've played in any game this year. And then, you know, the Carolina Panthers ran for 173 yards last week. And so they're breaking down uh, in ways that we had not seen that team do before. Baldy, I've kind of been working on a theory all week that that this is the week where, whether it's B.A., and I guess it would be B.A., you know what I mean, has a sarsaparilla with Byron Leftwich and says this is your last ride with the GOAT. And running, handing off to Leonard Fournette for two, three point oh one per carry. He's probably not getting it done. And first down maybe needs to become more of a passing down. Do you think they lean into that, given their issues with the offensive line and creating holes, given the running game going nowhere, and the fact that Godwin yeah. and Evans and some of these guys are healthy, and that kid White is kind of interesting to me in the passing game as well. Well, I think I, I mean if it does happen, it's you know a couple of weeks too late. Because I think they yeah. should have done that weeks ago. I mean they. 
they were taking these first. I mean, they were second and nine or second and eleven on all these first down runs. It seemed like going back to the, even the New Orleans game when they, you know, they, they could barely score a touchdown in that game. And so, I mean, I've seen Tom Brady. And I know you know this too, Jason. But I remember them going against you know Rex Ryan's defenses where they were just stacked in the middle, and they didn't even try to run the ball. You know, they threw it sixty times. Right. You know, and so I I can see Brady just going. You know. Like, let, let's throw it to the backs. Let, we'll do anything but run into a brick wall where the left guard is really going to have a new left guard in there this week. Gedeke's, you know, getting benched. And so, uh, you know, they know they're not playing well up front. And so uh, I, I would imagine that that would be a, a good game plan this week or tonight, you know, if, if Tampa's going to get this, this ball moving. Well, to the Ravens' pass defense, Baldy, Marcus Peters, we know he was coming off a serious knee injury. He's been hobbled with a quad injury in recent weeks. He got beat deep a couple times against the Browns. Have you seen a hobble in Marcus Peters' step uh, over the past couple games? Well, I mean, I I just don't see – I don't feel like I've seen the Marcus Peters that I saw for six or seven years in this league where when he was in Kansas City, I called him the Kansas City Thief. And, you know, he was just no. looking to steal possessions. And for a while, there was really nobody better than Marcus Peters. And I just don't see that player. Like, it's one thing to gamble and get beat if you can gamble and win. Like, I, I, I will give you, not necessarily one for one, but I'll, I'll give you, okay, I'll, I'll give up this catch, but I'm going to pick you like you did Russell Wilson a couple of years ago, you know. But I just don't see the gambler in him right now. I just see a guy right now that, doesn't look nearly as confident as he used to play. Now, maybe it's just going to take more time coming back from this injury, so I don't want to write him off or anything like that, but he doesn't. The guy had a confidence about him on the field where you could tell quarterbacks, they were a little tempered about trying to challenge him, knowing what could happen. And so I just, I just don't see that presence about him right now. We're talking to Brian Baldinger. It's inside access here on the fan. Baldy, let's look at that Tampa Bay defense, and especially those linebackers, Levante David, Devin White. Devin White, when they won the Super Bowl, I, I that defense was studly, and I thought he was the best player on that defense. What's going on with their linebackers right now? Because they don't look great. I think, you know, one guy's going one direction, the other guy's going in the other direction. You know, I mean, they didn't cover anybody against Pittsburgh, you know, and so Najee Harris scores a touchdown. Linebackers got it. One of those linebackers is supposed to cover him. You know, I don't know which one, but, I mean, I just see uh, guys looking awfully frustrated at the end of a lot of big plays where they're just kind of looking around at each other going, what defense are we in? Because it's clear that not everybody's getting the same call uh, on a bunch of broken assignment-looking plays. Like Dante Foreman goes for 60 yards. There's nobody, you know, setting the edge. There's nobody in gaps. Like, just basic, you know, run fits are missing. That's kind of where the linebacker is supposed to be. And so – on a defense that has Shaq Barrett and Levante and Devin and, you know, like all these players, Vita Vey, all these guys that have won Super Bowls, you just don't expect those kind of breakdowns. Last week they're, they're kind of blitzing off the edge against P.J. Walker to stop him from running some read options. I'm like, when has anybody seen P.J. Walker, you know, try to be Lamar Jackson? He's, that's not who he was. So I, 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 I didn't understand some of, the, some of the calls last week were just kind of head-scratchers to me. Baldy, are the Cincinnati Bengals uh, cleared for liftoff? Yes. Or, or have they yeah. found themselves, and are they about to take you flight? Know, I think, you know, one of the podcasts we did, Jason, recently, 
we, you know, we were just saying, like, these teams are playing Cincinnati in the cover two shell. The safeties are back. You yep. can't get the ball deep. But they can't run it. You know, you got to run teams out of that. They're not good enough to do that. And I just think, you know, last week against uh, New Orleans and this past week, Joe Burrow just said, the hell with it. I'm just throwing it. And, you know, he went to Atlanta. and Defense was playing pretty good in Atlanta. And I don't know. I haven't seen a quarterback throw the ball like that in any game this year. And he was yeah. as good as you can get. I think he completed, you know, I think he missed eight balls the whole day. But he was just – and he just has this killer look in his eyes. Like, I just saw this little thing on Instagram or whatever, one of the social media platforms, and Jamar Chase is just kind of teasing him on the sideline, going, man, you're really on today. And and Burrow's just like, yeah, I'm okay. And he's like, okay. You know, like, like even Burrow's like, dude, like, you can't throw it any better than that. And it seems like he can get Jamar anytime he wants right now. That was – that wasn't happening. So to answer your question, I just feel like Joe's just like, I'm just going to go carve him up. Like, I don't care if i got to get rid of the ball in 1.9 seconds. I'm getting the ball out of my hands. He went into 11 empty formations last week, Jason, and just mm-hmm. let him go choose. If the protection broke down and Grady Jarrett got to him, then it did. But he was going to spread you out and he's going to make good, smart decisions. And Atlanta hadn't been beaten like that all year. Yeah. Howie Roseman stayed busy yesterday, Baldy. They brought in Robert Quinn. What kind of impact do you expect Quinn to have for the Eagles' defense? Oh, he'll have an impact. It'll be big. I mean, they've been impacted by every guy they brought in, whether it was Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Kazir White, Hassan Reddick. They've all impacted his team. Uh, they're very solid. But, you know, if you just go back and even watch Monday night, I mean, the Patriots were chipping, you know, Robert uh, Quinn with Hunter Henry. They were cut blocking him with Trent Brown. Like, they knew he was that's the guy that they had to, you know, kind of mow down and not let him get to Zappi or to Mac Jones, and they had a good game plan. But, you know, you leave him singled up one-on-one, he can still bend, he can still turn the corner. And so when the formula when the Eagles won the Super Bowl five years ago, they brought Chris Long in late in, the, you know, the, the, the training camp, and he gave them exactly what they wanted. You know, a guy off the bench that gave him 20, 25 snaps a game. I think Quinn can start for him, but – you know, they'll rotate with Brandon Graham, Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat. They'll have a good, solid four-man rotation at defensive end because Howie believes keeping these guys fresh to the end of the season, but more importantly, keeping them really fresh when they get to the postseason. And I think that's how they're building this team. They want them to be the number one seed. They want it to all go through Philadelphia. And they're gearing up for a postseason run right now. And Quinn helps them. I think they were very interested in Brian Burns, how he always liked Brian Burns coming out mm-hmm. of Florida State. But – the price tag was too high, so they took, you know, the, the best guy they could get. Baldy, I feel like I could ask you to analyze uh, Aaron Rodgers' post-game press conferences or his weekly chats with uh, Pat McAfee, but what about on the field? What's What are you seeing with that Packers offense? Well, they had a lot. You know, first of all, they completely restructured their offense line last week because, you know, Elton Jenkins was not playing good at right tackle, and he's like, look, I'm a pro bowl guard. Move me to guard. So, you know, they put him in at left guard. They put John Runyon to right guard. I mean, they just switched the whole line around. You know, that's one thing. So they hadn't been playing well up front. And over the three-game losing streak right now, they have missed on 13 deep shots. Um, you know, they can't get the ball down the field. So last week, they had a lot of negative plays where they were third and long. And so they were 0 for 6 on third downs. Well, the way to overcome that is if you could get a big chunk play for 30 yards. And it's just missing from the offense right now. And, you know, it's, they're, they're close. You Sammy Watkins beats his guy, the ball's overthrown. Um, 
you know, you, you look at Amari Rogers on a scramble drill, he gets behind the defense, it, you know, it, it crumbs off of his fingertips. So they're close, but they, they have not been able to get that big chunk play. And, um, you know, maybe that's just Devontae Adams and lack of trust, lack of timing, but it's a, it's a big missing ingredient for this offense right now. Non-football question, Baldy. You're, you're out at an establishment, let's say maybe like a green turtle, and you're getting buckled in, and the waitress comes up to you and says, would you like, uh, you say, I like a water, and she's like, I'll bring you a water with lemon. Do you, do you ever turn the lemon down? Is there ever a part of you that says, no, no, please hold the lemon? Uh, I've never turned that lemon down. You take the lemon every time, yeah, every right, Baldy? Every, every time. Every time. Yeah. yeah. T-Bone turned the lemon down. A, I don't even think it's a conscious decision. Yes, I like lemons. Right? I like just, looking at lemons in the water. I like yeah, it looks good. Lemon. I've never. I, it's refreshing. I like to, yeah, it's and, and it, you know I like to garnish with lemons. So um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I grow lemons. I mean, I'm never turning the lemon down. Wow. Yeah. Uh, something's sorry. up. Something's up with the bone, Baldy. <laughs> yeah. He went out of his way to say no, 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 no lemon. He was offended. I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if we've got a sociopath yeah, on our hands. I'm, I'm sorry, I let you down, Baldy. Well, I mean, I'm let sure that's a topic of discussion as you lead in tonight's Thursday night football. So I <laughs> yes, think it's yes, a better yes. subject to discuss. A block. I just want to. I want you to. Let, I just want to let you all know exactly where I stand on the lemon thing. <laughs> Paulie, yes, we appreciate always it. great. We'll chat next week, man. <laughs> all right, you got it, guys. Take care, man. I, I got lemons and the under tonight. <laughs> that was Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Make sure to follow in the huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And coming up next, man, oh, man, T-Bone, the man who hates lemons. It's, he's the host of Bounce Back Fallback next year on The Fan. Inside Access. Two are on Twitter. And Ken is borderline creepy on the gram. Good news. I found your Instagram. Did you see the 90 photos I liked in a row last night at 2 a.m.? Inside Access, 105.7 The Fan. You know what that music means. Time for bounce back, fall back. It's on the road here at the Green Turtle on Gambrels. And your host... T-Bone, Tim Barbalay. I think this is just the second time Bounce Back Fallback has been on the road. So let's recap. And a last quick update. Week. I have two lemons in my water. He does. Because T-Bone I, wouldn't take one. He's overcompensating. Rashad Bateman having four or more catches last week. Both of you guys bounce back. Jason, you said four yeah. catches, 64 yards. He had four catches, yeah. 42 yards. Devin Duvernay gets five or more touches. Both of you guys bounce back. Both of you guys were incorrect. Jason, you said seven touches for 65 scrimmage yards. He had two catches for 42 yards. Lamar Jackson, passer rating of over 95. Both of you guys bounce back. 96.3 is what you said, Jason. He had an 80.2. No bueno. So still tied at one. Edge rushers combined for two sacks. Ken, you bounce back, and you had a prediction. Houston with one, and JPP or Owe gets one. So, half right. Yeah. Half right. Yeah, the Houston. Jason, you said fallback. JPP, half a sack. That's how you said. Justin Houston had two, so Ken is up 2-1. NBA. It's my wheelhouse, baby. The first NBA bounce-back fallback of the season. I was hyped for this. But I think he – so he got it wrong, but he got it almost right. No, no, he, he, both you guys bounced back, oh, okay. so you both were coming. correct. 
John Bede scores over 25 points next game versus the Spurs. Ken, you said bounce back in a major way over 35 points, and you were correct. Joel Embiid had 40. Yeah. So, Jason, you had him for 27. Yeah. You had him for 13 rebounds. He had 13 of course rebounds. He did. Of course. You had him for one steal. He had one steal. I tried to tell you. You had him for three assists. He had three assists. Just like I told you. <laughs> so he nailed three stats made, right on. But not the points. Right. Not the points. And Jason had him for five blocks. He had two blocks. So very impressive. Uh, very, <laughs> very impressive. Can't force it. Mm-mm. Russell Westbrook, he was 0 for 11. Uh, he had 19 points in the season, 0 for 11. Second game goes for 20 next time out against Trailblazers. Both of you guys fell back. Jason, you said five points, six foul shots. He misses more threes than he makes in 14 minutes is what he plays. He had 10 points, three foul shots, 0 for 3 from 3, and he played 28 oh. minutes. So, Ken, you ended up they winning that one. should have yanked him after 14. He's four. To three, so Kenny, we will start with you. I was looking at Lamar Jackson's over/under. I think you already had in your bold prediction, so just play along here. Audience flips over. Lamar Jackson's over/under passing total: two hundred nine and a half. He's gone over that total four times in seven games, but just once in his last four. Ken, bounce back, fall back. He goes over two hundred nine and a half. As I told you in my bold predictions, I do think. The Ravens get things going in the pass game because Tampa Bay has got no secondary. I have Bateman going over 100 yards. Uh, Lamar goes over. That's a bounce back. 202 yards passing, T-Bone. Wow. Two. That's a fallback. The people know. Jason. They know how the game's played. Justice Hill had five carries last week. He has ten touches or more tonight. Wow. Ten touches or more. Let's go for it, T-Bone. He did that against Cincinnati yeah. with 10. I think he gets 12 touches, and I think he goes for Don't 69 force it. scrimmage yards. 69. Wow, that, that really came to you. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm laying out. You're up. Uh, I, I'm bouncing back. He's he's going to lead them in, in uh, carries tonight. I said that in bold predictions. Yes, that's a bounce back. I let this go slightly outside the box. Mark Andrews did not participate in practice all week long. Reports are he's going to play. Might be limited. Isaiah Likely. Jason. Or no, Ken. Gets a career high in receiving yards. He had 43 receiving yards against the Dolphins. So he has to get over that total. Jeez, I keep going to the Isaiah Likely well. And it keeps coming up dry. But you know what? I'm stubborn. I'm going back. Yes. Bounce back. Ride or die. Two catches, 21 yards, Timo. That's a fallback. Okay. Jason. Bucks are averaging 64 yards rushing per game. No bueno. Ravens hold them under that total bounce back fallback. Bucks will rush for 52 yards as a team, Timo. They will have fewer than 12 rushing attempts. That's oh. a fallback. I, I, actually, you know what? 48 yards. Four, 
Final answer? Final answer. Okay. I got to tell you, I'm not making predictions on an actual number, but I think it's going to go lower than that. Oh. I don't think they're going to try to run Put the football. Put your money where your mouth can. is, big money. They can't. I'm writing that. Lower yeah. lower than 48 yeah. yards. I, I, think <laughs> that the, I think Tampa's not even going to try to run the football. That's a fallback. Okay. It's NBA time. And it, we got to have Ken Sixers. No. Oh. Joe Embiid, Tyrese Maxey. They did well against the Raptors in an L, both of them going for over 30 points. James Harden. Nobody he, played defense. Though. He was 5 for 12 from the floor for 18 points. They play the Raptors again tonight, a little odd back-to-back. Home and home? No, both both of them. It's weird. I, they played I, twice I, in I, Toronto? I triple-checked the schedule. It didn't make any sense. To oh, me. wow. So this is like a series. Pretty much. Oh, that that really Ken, that throws that my throws you well. Luck, luckily, we have two disclaimer. Ken, this is like J- the Baltimore J- Colts J- playing the Denver Broncos twice in yes. 1984. J- James Harden, eighty-three. Yeah, James Harden gets twenty-five or more points tonight. James Harden had twelve last night. Eighteen. Eighteen. I'm going to say bounce back. He had a bad game last night. He'll shoot the ball better tonight. And my understanding is the adult establishments are not his oh. cup of tea in Toronto. So he had a good night's sleep. James Harden goes over. I don't know about over. your info there, GJ. I, he, I, they're good. I don't think he likes them. Okay. Uh, Bone. Bone. 23 points. It is back-to-back games in five. Five turnovers. 23 points. At least four missed foul shots. Five, wow. He's a good free throw Five shooter. missed yeah, fouls? Yeah, but he's going to be a little four, off. Said. Four, four missed foul shots. Five yeah. turnovers. Yeah. It's a, really lot to, it's a lot to take down. He's a really good free throw shooter. When it, when it starts flowing, it flows. And here it is. There's no janky back-to-back games in the same location. Yeah, yeah I don't want any more of that. Clay Thompson. I'm not about that action. Clay Thompson, he, got, he got ejected uh, against the Suns. Yes, he said four rings. He said four rings. It agitated the book, man. One for eight from the floor against the Suns. Clay hits at least three threes tonight against Cordell Woodlands Heat. Uh, he will be four of four of eight from three point land. That's an easy bounce back after the ejection and the one three. Easy bounce back there, T Bone. I wouldn't be shocked to see him in at least five tonight. Oh. Coming up next here on the program, get your money ready. The Burge, Lucy Burge, she's got her best bets next here on The Fan. Inside, inside, inside. access with Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 